Screw up at Scott and Todd. Friday evening, August 26th, 2022. Late as fuck, get his shit together. AF. That's right. Scott was eating a salad from Cheddar's, proud sponsor of tonight's show. Try the uh, grilled chicken salad. I'm a balsamic vinaigrette guy. Um, Wait, also, what is Cheddar's? I, Cheddar's is like a... Chester Cheetah's restaurant? Nope. Um... You don't Cheesy have Cheddar's cheddar? in Maryland? Cheaters? Really? I've uh, never heard of Cheddar's. Okay. It's um, maybe one in Maryland. I've never heard of it. I don't know. It's it's Take it's good stuff. It's like a I don't know, they just have they have all sorts of everything. They have good salads, they have They have balls, sorts of everything. Is what they I have um Cheddar's Scratch kit- Kitchen? Yeah, Scratch Kitchen. They have chicken pot Formerly pie. known as Cheddar's Casual Cafe. Yeah, it's a casual cafe. They used to have when they first opened. They have, they have one, one in, in the D.C. area, looks okay. like, and one in sure. York, Pennsylvania. Actually, it's they not used in to DC have area. chicken and waffles, which was one of the first places I ever had chicken and waffles in a restaurant, and mm. it was amazing. Um, but anyway, now I just That's get the grilled chicken salad. Uh, no, there's the closest one to me looks to be like an hour away. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> no, I, I won't be driving an hour to go to Cheddar's. But. but if you happen to be in York, Pennsylvania, or in the D- greater D.C. area, go oh, check Only it out. 45 minutes Yeah, to Cheddar's make Scratch it, Kitchen. Make it happy, Cap. Um, make it happy, Cappy. What show is it from? Make it happy, Cappy? Happy Pappy. Oh, I think that's Seinfeld. Oh yeah, is that what George says? Happy Pappy, yeah, yeah. Happy or maybe Pappy, maybe uh, uh, Susan says it, or I think George says it. Somebody, no, says George that. says it. Yeah, George definitely. To says Susan, it. Happy Pappy, feels right. I'm not hundred percent sure. Just quick uh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld adjacent note. note. Did you see that? Uh, I I feel like this was already known, but. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm posted they renewed for season 12. Yeah, I thought that was already known too. I was I thought that was a bit But they posted it like it was a big fucking deal. I was like, didn't we already know this? I thought it was like launch date information, which it wasn't. But like, I, I read an article. Back. I mean, it was a funny little thing that he said. He loved playing such yeah. a generous and kind person or whatever. Right. Really characterized himself well. Um, I expected that too, like an actual day for the first episode to drop. But I think they just started shooting, which tells me it's probably spring of next year at the earliest, if I'm being honest. You looking it up, doing some research. I am going to look it up. As you do. Um, While you're doing that, I had an interesting encounter yesterday. I was, uh, we didn't record last night because I was here yesterday. Yes, I did. Um, I had a guy tell me, that he said, who do you look like? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me. And he said, wait, 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 wait. hold on a second. No. Just back. Beep, beep, beep. Backing up the truck, um, boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, just a random person said this to you or someone you were engaging with already that you know? No, I, I don't know them. I was, I was playing poker and this was another poker player at the table. Okay. So and he said an acquaintance at this point now. Yes, sure. We've been, you know, joking around, talking throughout. The, but it wasn't, the it wasn't just some random dude walked up to you and said, "Hey." It wasn't someone that like? tapped me on the shoulder on the sidewalk. No, so I had my hair 
you see my hair. Other people noticing this know what my hair looks like. It's a little, a little wild at this point. I did have a hat on, which is relevant. Wild and woolly. Which is relevant. And of course, I have my beard, as I typically do. And he said, who do you look like? He said, not only do you look like, but you sound like Les Claypool. The bassist for Primus, for those that are unfamiliar. Yeah, I know who Les Claypool now, is. I pull the picture no idea of what he looks like. Les Claypool, who I believe is in his early 60s. That's the first comment that I will make in regard to this guy thinking that was my doppelganger. Uh, no, not even a little bit in the photos I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't look like him at all. And then he said, you sound just like him. I'm like, okay. And it's funny, like, we kind of dropped my it. My name went is on to Mud. Other, Right, went on to another conversation. And like 20 minutes later, he's like, I can play you an audio recording of his voice. I'm like, bro, I may sound exactly like him. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you're, you're obsessed with thinking that I both look and sound like Les Clay, Claypool. And then, go ahead. So in every photo I see, he's wearing round-rimmed glasses. Which I've never worn in my life. Uh, I mean, you've never worn glasses, to my knowledge. Correct. Uh, and certainly, I mean... In most of the he has current a goatee photos, in most they're, of the pictures. they're thicker frames. Yes, he te- he tends to have a goatee, yeah, or one of those longer sort of whatever the fuck devil stashes. Like the, yeah, no, I, like the anthrax goatee. Like it's not not oh. just like a a fuzz, but it not quite as I, long as the anthrax guy, but like a couple inches. I'm actually wearing the perfect shirt for this conversation. Um, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a Van Dyke beard, I would say. Sure. And we'll he looks to he looks to have long hair, not yes, he uh, does. Sorry, long straight hair, not curly. Yes, hair. not curly. I know. So, so he's yeah. No, you don't look like Les Claypool at all. So this guy's fixate on that, and then the guy next to him, he's like, "No, I know who it is Stephen Wright." And I'm like, "All right, first of all, Stephen Wright also in his early Stephen 60s. Wright is much closer." However, I'll give him credit with the hair, but again, I was wearing a hat, so he couldn't see that the top of my head is much closer to what Stephen Wright's top of his head probably looked like when he was my age. Um, but I, I have gotten that. I did get that like six months ago at a work conference. Someone said I look like Stephen Wright, and that's when I was not wearing a hat. Um, just because of this kind of scraggly, shoulder-length, curly hair. Um, but it, it begs the question. I mean, you have other similar features to him. Of course, yeah. Big schnoz. I talk like I'm from Boston. Um which begs the question, have you, I know of one person, but outside of that musician, is there anyone else that you have been told in the past or the present that is a bit of a doppelganger for you from an appearance perspective? I mean, I look exactly like David Bazan from uh, Pedro, Pedro the Lion. Lion. Yes, you do. Not, sure. in, not in every angle, but certain photos, like... It's uncanny. We look very like could be the same person quite easily. Um, you should actually I've never learn how to play guitar and tour and see if you can make some cash. But I've Silence. never. I mean, I saw him in concert. And it was a little weird because it was sort of like watching myself. Because he, like, when I was watching him, I was like, he really looks like me. And I was with someone else who's a friend of mine. She's like, "Wow, this is weird. You really do look like him." Um, but um, no, I haven't gotten anybody else. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anyone else. I mean, obviously the Tom Cruise comparison makes sense, but um, yeah, no, you're both men, I, as far as we know. I haven't gotten any. Uh, That's where it ends. I, sorry, I went to see the 
Top Gun Maverick with my elder daughter. Okay. Is that the good. most recent release? Yes. And yeah. like, I don't know if he's had work done or he just has naturally like young looking skin. I mean, it doesn't look like he's had work done. He just looks like he's, he's not 60. That he's old. had work yeah, done. Yeah, I know. Come on. But he doesn't like, he doesn't have any of the, like he has some slight crow's feet. I'm sure, sure he's had some work done, but it doesn't look like it. He doesn't have that thing where, like, he still has wrinkles around his eyes, but the rest of his face looks like it's been stretched or it's smeared. Taut. Yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, he's either had excellent plastic surgery or he just has. I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I think there's obviously some genetic, sure, stuff that he has benefits. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he he doesn't. I mean, he looks older. Obviously, like they show clips from the original Top Gun as sort of flashbacks in oh, Top Gun they? Maverick. And you're like, oh yeah, he's older, but he he doesn't look sixty. Like, right. if you think about when we were kids, sixty I felt was like definitely grandparent age. Yeah, sixty was um, what was Gray that hair and show? somewhat feeble, like the women whittling sticks sitting on the front porch in the rocking chairs and hee haw, or whatever that other show was um, that I can't think of the name of right now. Yeah, that that's like old maids for for women and yeah, grandparents what for sure. Talking about. Which six-year-olds? About a, huh? We're talking about men, so the he, the female oh, the hee-haw is weird. But. Well, whatever. Same thing. I'm the six-year-old people, men and women, in general. Um, but yeah, so now I'm, I'm looking to see if there are any other men that I look like. <clears throat> and how pray tell are you doing that? Bald, bearded, famous men is <laughs> what I googled. <laughs> Is Jason Alexander on that list? He's been known to sport uh, beard. No, every actually, now and then. I mean, not a, not a great person to look like, but maybe a little bit like Matt Lauer. What? No, no. If if no. you look at a photo of him with a beard, first of all, not completely dissimilar. No one's seen Matt Lauer in about four or five years because that guy got canceled quick, and he was he, out of there. He was pretty terrible no, I mean, so i mean if that whole story about having a button underneath his desk like you do in a for a bank teller that slams the door shut and locks it if that's even remotely I mean, obviously true, i'm looking for famous people so yes i understand well yeah you can't say oh i look like you know john huguenot who lives down the street well no one knows who that is it's got to be a famous person i agree with that yeah i don't know i don't okay. see anyone else that jumps out at me well, what about i have got, be- i have gotten uh He's not bald, but um, fuck, what's his name? I see a picture of Nick Offerman, but that's more personality based than oh. actual appearance. I mean, he has blue eyes, mm-hmm. as do I. He's more famous for having a stash, but he oftentimes has a beard. <clears throat> but he also has a beard. thick head of hair. Hair here. Here hair is what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I don't think we nice. actually look that much alike, but no, you do not. He's a little you, chubbier fellow, but you do love. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a little chubbier, fellow. Yes, he okay. he's a for a Hollywood person. He's chubbier than sure for a famous for person. Sure, um, not but you chubbier do both, than me. But okay, fair enough. But you do both have the love of woodworking in common, um, as you've been known to watch YouTube videos of people doing woodworking projects. Yes. So I do do I do I do do which, that. From everything I've heard, the portrayal of him in Parks and Rec 
was not too far askew from his actual yeah he definitely does woodworking. personality and interests yeah he's actually got a lot of that stuff going on um, I don't know that he lives in the woods with Megan Mullally but um, maybe who knows maybe they live that lifestyle and if so good on him that's what I say um, anyway okay well if you think oh I, I know what I was going to say your appearance just as I stop here and think about it it's probably mostly just the, the top of your head and your hair has changed quite a bit from when you were a younger fella in your late teens, early 20s, when you had hair the length of mine currently, but yours is straight. It was quaffed back into a... I don't think you ever did the man bun, but you certainly had a ponytail for a stretch there. Do you think that you resembled anyone back then as opposed to now? Because as I picture you back when you were 20, you, you look like a completely different fucking person. Yeah, I don't... I mean... I don't you can't search so. for douchey looking 90s kids <laughs> with ponytails I guess that's a harder uh, keyword search even for Google I mean honestly like many of these people that I look at for bald bearded famous guy they all kind of look the same to me mm. the stereotype of the bald bearded famous man I mean I, the the people that are coming up are like Jason Statham Bruce Willis when he has a beard right um there's some of uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that Breaking Bad. I can't remember anyone's name. But oh, he um, he has a eh. solid head of hair. So yeah, if he shaves his, his head. character, yeah, his character had a shaved head. Um, do it. Do a British accent. Say something in a British accent, just real quick. I'm trying to get the visual. Sure thing. What would you like me to say? Yeah. No. I was, I, was, I was gonna give you. I was trying to give you credit. For, yeah, for I being, got a bit of Statham with me, for looking like Statham, but he's definitely in better shape than you. Yes, um, more chiseled jawline and that sort of thing. Yeah. So of course. Sorry. Again, these are movie stars. So yes, of course. And his beard is like a five o'clock shadow in almost all of his. Films. Yeah, most it's of the time really he beard. does have a thinner. He's just yeah. I will say. Uh, um, What's the God damn it? John Travolta also apparently is bald now with a beard. He looks terrible. Yes, yes he is. He always has a weird yes, kind of half smile. I actually yeah. probably look hey. more like him. Hey, Mr. Carter. Hey. <laughs> by, the, by the way, anytime some anyone mentions John Travolta, that's just what I assume he talks like all the time. Hey, how you doing? Gonna give me another star and roll in the movie, hey. It's a terrible John Travolta impression. <laughs> it's an impression of a character he played, so of course it's a terrible impersonation. Which character was that? That was when he was on uh, Mr. Carter, whatever that show was called. Mr. Carter. You know, Mr. Carter. I don't. With, uh, what's his name? God, I can't think of anyone's name right now. Taxi? No, not Taxi. He was on Taxi. Everyone over 50 is yelling at their radio, their radio. Everyone over 50 is listening to radio, listening to this podcast on the radio. <laughs> They're like, put that podcast on the radio. But no, every, everyone over 50 is yelling at whatever device they're listening to this podcast on because they know exactly what they're talking about or what we're talking about. I'll look it up. Hang on, everybody. Sit tight. I'll look it up. I'm getting there. How do you not he know what I'm talking He was in... About? Welcome back, Cotter. Is that what you're Welcome back, Cotter. Yes. I kept I've saying never Mr. seen Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I think you'd probably like it. I'm sure it's very racist because it was a sitcom taking 70s place in the show in the 70s in the 70s yeah <clears throat> with a bunch but of do you people. have someone that you think i look like no no Other i wasn't leading to anything i was literally just asking the question yeah i have a big a big nothing for that just it seems like the kind of thing that you would put some time into thinking about so i thought you I might mean, have I'd like to look like someone but i i don't think that i do i thought you might have some bullets in that gun but apparently no, you're sorry uh, shooting blanks as far as that goes so um well i do look like david bazan i know he's not that famous but i you, you can find do. my photo on several doppelganger articles on the internet really don't you yeah. have a picture i think it was in portland of the two like where you met him and you're standing next to him am i making this up in my head yes that's the one that shows up Okay. In uh, articles occasionally. And people will be like, hey, is this you? Yeah. Because in is. a weird sort of way, I think you guys dress the same too. Like in the winter, it's like collared shirt uh, with a sweater. He wears it. a hoodie and like a t-shirt all the time. Or did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a musician. He can dress comfortably. I guess that's kind of one of the many benefits. Oh, interesting. Of Three days ago, there was an article in the New York Times entitled, Your Doppelganger is out there and you probably share... DNA with them. What? No. I don't buy it. New York Times per- always makes that person who share who looks like you is not your twin, but if scientists compared your genomes, they might find a lot in common. Oh. Let's genome it up. See if we can make it happen. I mean, these people yeah, they show do look relatively similar. Apparently, two, I have two elder men are shirtless in one of these photos for some reason. I don't know why. What what website are you reading this on? This is on the New York Times. <laughs> is this Lemon Party or whatever that website was? This article is dated August twenty fourth. It's funny. Okay. Some people, I'm like, yeah, they look alike, and other people, I'm like, eh, kind of. Here, I'll share my screen with you so you can see what I'm talking about. Please do. Yeah, doppelganger to me, like you got to be ninety percent visually the same so I'll, I'll scroll through there the the first two guys can you see my screen yes i can they are definitely similar they're pretty close their I mean, facial shapes differently are shaped different, face yeah to me yeah. it's more hairstyle and glasses that they look alike but sure like if they took their glasses off i'd be like me all right next um <laughs> these two broads look similar mm. kind of I mean, the girls. none of these people I feel are as close as David yeah, the, and us. This is a great podcasting, by the way. I was looking yeah, at everyone. Look at what we're looking at. Okay, so if you go to the article, there's oh, two shirtless men. Um, again, they're both bald and bearded. I mean, they kind of look alike. They have completely different noses. Their heads they're both different. Fat. I mean, even their boobs are different. <laughs> <laughs> their man boobs are different. Then there's two women that. I would not say look that similar. I mean, no. these photos are in black and white. So, again, the woman on the right in this photo has a bigger nose than the woman on the left. She has larger eyes. Again, much like the younger girls uh, up earlier in the article, it could be sisters, but that's about it. I wouldn't say anything more yeah, than but that. Many times, we're, twins. we're brothers. We don't look alike. Right. We have a lot of differences. I don't think. Typically, siblings don't look. They're not, tw- unless they're twins, they unless don't look twins, alike. Of course. 
Yeah. I mean, they might have the same color hair. Sure. They so similar what? features. Like, I share the same color hair with, like, I don't know, three quarters of the population. Like, that doesn't right. fucking mean anything. Right. Um, these two guys, there's some fellows with light eyes and kind of close set eyes, I would say. They look more similar to me on mm-hmm. the right here. Yeah, I see. Uh, the girls on the left, they have similar mouths and sort of that sleepy eye look. I think they look similar. I want to see the girl on the right with her hair pulled back behind her ear like the other girl. That could make them look more similar. But yeah, um, the, These are the two women I that I noticed on the right here, not the two Asian women, but yes. that I don't think look that much alike. Yeah, they just... I mean, they again, just there's look like obvious similarities. But, yeah. About the same age. Two white chicks that work at Whole Foods. I don't think the Asian women look the same at all. Personally. I mean, they have... Yeah, not re- I mean, I mean it, they're both it's Asian. It's hard, because when you see two <laughs> photos and you're like, these people look alike, if you start to study it, you're like, nah. Right. This woman on the right has slightly different shaped eyes, and her nose, they both yeah. have sort of the same width of nose, but it's a different shape. Maybe it's Their mouths are pretty they're similar, going. but their jaw yeah. lines are completely different, so it's like... Sure. I, it's hard to tell because, like, if I looked at them, like, just sort of flashed, like, if I just glance at them, yeah, they don't look the same to me. Well, and their expressions are different. The one woman is kind of smiling, and the other one is not. Like, you need the, the photographer should have done a better job. Like, do the same <laughs> position, put your hair the same way. We're trying to make you look as similar as possible. Now, actually, when I glance, if I do the quick glance, these two women that I <laughs> said don't look alike actually do look more. Now, alike do to look me. alike? I think yeah, I think they. They both similar. have pretty light eyes and similar like facial proportions. I think that maybe that's what it is. It's sort of like the relationship of eyes to nose to mouth that people right. express the as symmetry. The same, yeah, the symmetry. Yeah, same thing with those dudes. Not those dudes, but yeah, not these the circus. like the fat guys and these girls with the high ponytails do not yeah. like with any examination do not look that similar to each other. Also, I mean, awkward enough. Like the the position yeah. these two women are taking, that they're kind of. You know, she's like straddling her. But the dudes, <laughs> all right, guys, take your straddling. shirts off and she's stand standing behind her, close. but does have her hands on the other woman's That's hips, what I mean, which is a little hips. weird. Yeah, the whole thing. The two, two shirtless dudes are touching each other for some reason. Not, not like hand touching, like but that. just yeah. physically, belly their touching bodies arm are in proximity enough to be yes. touching. <laughs> very awkward. The whole thing, very awkward. And yeah, these others are like hugging. I mean, that's, honestly, that's the cover photo is probably the least look like each other. The guy on the right, the, the facial shape is just a big thing for me. The guy on the I right is not. I mean, the reason, the only reason they look like each other, or one of the main reasons they look like the each other, is they and have hair. very similar glasses and hairstyle. But yeah, that and beard. You could you could put the same glasses on you and a wig or whatever that looks like this hairstyle, right? And you could You're also probably fit right. into this. <laughs> I could be the triplet in this, uh, yeah, this twenties so thing. To me, that's like. So I haven't read this article, but assuming that Clearly. these two gentlemen have the same DNA, it seems like a bit of a stretch. Since <laughs> I don't think they look that much alike. All white men with beards came from the same initial DNA, so I guess we're 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 with those two guys as well. We don't wear glasses, but we've got a beard and. 
We're Caucasian gentlemen. Says, so the article says, these two men met in Atlanta in 1997. Mr. Malone served as a guest singer in Mr. Chasen's band's name, or Chasen and Malone. They quickly became friends, but they didn't notice what other people around them did. The two men could pass for twins. Uh, mm. No, they can't. No. Not they identical cannot. twins. Definitely Just not fraternal twins. twins, which again, as we've stated, being a, a sibling does not make you look like the other person really at all. Right. Right. Of course. Says Mr. Malone and Mr. Chasen are doppelgangers. They look strikingly similar, but similar, but they are not related. I'm like, eh. Their ancestors aren't even from the same parts of the world. Oh, interestingly... Um, the the singer that I look like, David Bazan, I've seen yes. photos of him from when he was younger. I think he's like posted photos of him as a kid. He doesn't look anything like me as a kid, which is interesting. That like hmm. having a different paths to get to the same yeah, spot now. Yeah. <laughs> Our crisscross where we meet in the middle. Like <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. Like as we age, do we still look like right. each other? Or are you now um, on separate paths going away from each yeah. other? Yeah. So we don't need to talk about this anymore. Now spent whatever forty five minutes. No, you you interrupted your own thought. I, that was it. Did he grow up was, in Colombia? Was he? Was there a picture of him in Five Points or something? No, no, no. He's from. I think he grew up in at least part of the time lived in Arizona and then lived okay. mostly in the Pacific Northwest, which he's, where he still where lives he still today. resides. Gotcha. Okay. Fair. I enough. do remember actually when I was in college or not college grad school grad school in Seattle. He was on the cover of, there was a alt-weekly called, fuck, I'm going to forget. That's it a great name called, for a magazine. It wasn't, it was called like The Bear or something, that wasn't the name of it. Mm. But the he Grizzly. was on the cover, and yeah. it was, it was, a, it was a graphic, like it was a photo of him, but it had graphics intermixed. This was like late 90s, early 2000s. Sure. Um, there's some graphic design going on. I'm like, huh, I kind of look like that guy. I had more hair than he did at the time, but he was starting mm. to go bald. And I just didn't really think anything of it. And then, you know, years later, I was like, wow, I really look a lot like that guy. Right. You're so, chasing him down. Yeah. So our our, our two lines were, were inching closer, but had not crossed yet. It was destiny. It was always going to happen. Yeah. Just a matter of when. Okay. Good stuff. Um. I mean, not really, but here we are. I did want to ask you. <laughs> Going to stop presenting um, for you. Since, yeah, since, yes, please don't present. This is getting very awkward. Since we are talking about just kind of random things, I had a random thought last week while you were in New oh, York. Boy. We're going to get, we're going to get back to that in a minute. Um, and that random is. Thoughts? No, we're going to get back to you being in New York in a second. But my random no, thought was. Call Jeff. That's not what I was going to ask. Just to answer your question. But such an asshole you are. Call yourself I a was friend. fucking working all day and then I was tired at night and had literally no time to do anything. He has two kids. He's tired at night too. You guys could just hang out as old men, listen to records. It would take me like 45 minutes to get to Brooklyn to see him and then just like eh, eat dinner and pass out. You could sleep on the subway on the way home. Anyway, anyway. my question is I have a Sorry, friend Jeff, who just. Again. Yeah, he's Todd's an asshole. I have a friend who just turned 35 and she's kind of, she's single. She has no kids. She's she kind a of a ganger. Probably. Um, she's a bit of a social she butterfly. Uh-huh. D- goes out a lot, travels a lot. And 
she you know she was excited to turn 35 and she was there was a party thrown for her wait, 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 wait. she was excited to turn 35 not like it's a milestone but i'm saying like oh. it's it's another birthday it's a reason to go out and and you know have a nice meal and have some drinks with friends or whatever but my question to you is because i feel like my answer is probably different from most at what age do birthdays no longer matter so for you at what age were you like just like I don't even care anymore. Like it's just another year. Certainly, we're both at that point now. I feel very confident. Uh, probably around thirty-five, maybe a little before that. You think? So when you I turn mean, thirty, I had like, my this first child deal. at thirty-five. Yeah, okay. maybe like twenty-five. I don't know. Twenty. Did birthdays not really matter? They don't matter to me at all. It's yeah, they don't. Day. No, they definitely don't matter to me at all. I once I had kids, they definitely didn't matter. But yeah. Um, Probably like in the 30 to 35 range. Not that they were a big deal from like age 25 to 30. 20 beyond. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's why. At that point, I was like, yeah, who cares? Here's why I ask. Obviously, a lot of people, you and I are not two of those people, but a lot of people, when they turn 21, it's a big deal. You want to have a big party, you want to go out and legally get drunk, although 90% of the population has already imbibed alcohol by that point anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, that wasn't a big deal for me. I recall my 22nd birthday specifically. I probably talked about it on this podcast. I was living in Greenville after work. So it was a work day, which always is a bummer on your birthday. I went over to our good friend Ricky's house and we walked down to the local ball field and watched random 10 year olds play baseball because it was something to cheer wine. No, I wanted to get a star crunch and a, and a, and a Gatorade or something, but we didn't stick around for the ending. Wait, wait, wait. Did they sell Star Crunch individually? I think we may have talked this about this before. They don't no, sell that individually. No, they don't. I'm just saying uh, we could have stuck around after the game when they were all getting their Capri Suns and Star Crunch and grabbed one <laughs> and been like, we're adults, fuck off. I don't think you could have. Not People would have been like... It was a joke. I wasn't, we weren't going to do that, obviously. Okay. And we could have bought a, a 10 pack of Star Crunch at the convenience store on the way to the ball. It's your field. birthday. Go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Spend $1.99 back then. Uh, my 21st um, birthday was celebrated in St. Petersburg, Russia, which mm, was cool. Neat. Um, I went to a concert in a old bomb shelter. But that, you, that was more told this story on the pod. Yeah. I happened to be traveling, not because it was my birthday. I didn't drink anything. so. Right. No vodka. Dad, have some vodka. vodka. It will be delicious. Um, I was taught how to drink vodka by our Russian hosts, which was... I forget what you... I forget what the word is that you say, but you're supposed to breathe out, (laughs) drink the vodka, and then say whatever. Dostoyevsky. There's some word. It's just very obvious, I'm sure. And it's not Dostoyevsky. It's... Uh, I'm look up the Russian word for cheers, or maybe you say that first, then you breathe out and drink it. Uh, Kirilinko, I think is what you say. No. AK forty-seven. AK forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, you say. That's a joke for you NBA fans out there. Uh, the fuck? I feel like it it's starts giving with them. Me a, a translation, but oh, that doesn't help. What's the translation? Good Nuz. tidings. Uh, Nuz. Okay. Hold on a second. Mazel tov? That's a different, it's a different uh, culture. Nozdorovia, it says. Nozdorovia. Nozdorovia. I don't remember okay. that being the word. 
I'll write that one down and anyway. forget it immediately. Nostalrovia. Anyway, rolling so, the R's. Nostalrovia. <sighs> so you're saying that... Let's get back to the original question and stop having you do bad Russian accents. You're saying that all throughout your 20s I do great and Russian even early accents. 30s, you it was still something that you looked forward to, your birthday. Uh, I mean, I always look forward to my birthday because I get stuff and I am a materialistic Such jackass, a simpleton. But... <laughs> yes, indeed. I can buy records with right. with abandon. Um, actually, this year my birthday was fucking sad because uh, I was at work at a sales conference, mm. and my team gave me like a little cake, uh, surprised me with a little cake and a birthday card and a gift card in it. But when I got home, my wife's like, "Oh yeah, we missed your birthday." Didn't do shit. Didn't buy me a cake. Didn't didn't even get me a card. She's like, I didn't, she always is like, I didn't get you anything for your birthday. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't really care, but like, put a little effort in. Right. Like, let me, me know you remembered or something. Like, let me yeah, let me know that you remember that I I made it another year. Yeah. Let me take a nap on the couch for four hours kid, on the Sunday. My kids were like, yeah, yeah. I didn't even get to like do nothing. You came home and. And like, here's a list of things that need to be done around the house. Yeah, and like, oh, exactly. Okay. Can't wait. So, uh, well, but generally, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that I'm excited, but I'm like, oh, it's my birthday. Gentle Another spin around the sun, slight up, uptick in my mood, and then yeah, the immediate crash afterwards when you realize nothing. No, no, I mean, it's just like eh, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I'm definitely yeah. more excited about my children's birthdays now. Um, so you enjoy giving them gifts more so yeah. than at this point receiving yeah, for them. for sure. So. I mean, yeah. I do like receiving gifts, but... Um, I, <laughs> don't worry, Todd. I'm not trying to convince the fans not to buy you gifts. No, 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 no. Still, still send box. me all, all of your things, but... Sorry, hit the mic. Um, but yeah. Todd will make public his Amazon wish list, don't worry. <laughs> if, you, if I need to, I certainly would. Jeez, ah, start a GoFundMe <laughs> just to buy Todd gifts, keep his happiness up. Um, Everybody likes yeah, to I just, get stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I guess I just I I don't know. Like very early in my life, before my twenty first birthday, was the the aha of this whole thing for me. It's just I don't know. It's just another day, and I feel like, and I have I have a theory on this, and you'll you'll understand what I'm saying, or at least you'll remember this. As you recall. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you did this. This as well, but I certainly did. My birthday is a summer birthday, and for years in a row, like we had epic birthday parties. There were always sleepovers. We do crazy stuff. This is like I'm talking like elementary, middle school age. We had crazy a crazy stuff. Pool. Crazy, crazy stuff, stuff at your birthday parties. Like famously, when we lived in the Spring Valley house, this would have been probably fourth grade. I would imagine third, fourth, maybe fifth grade. We had a big bucket of glow-in-the-dark Legos and at my birthday party that year we'd set up like you ate some of the chairs shouted out first no we had a, we had a Lego fight like in the middle of the night we just were chucking Legos at each other now again Wait, as you're you hearing that we, you're like I, was I involved with this at all I, do I don't think so I, okay. I mean no I mean this was just you know Michael and Steven and sure. John Clement Barry Peters like just all my friends I just remember like the next morning, mom walked up. Mary she's Peters, like, the running back? No. 
That's Barry Sanders. No, that's Barry Sanders. <laughs> He's a few year, he, he would not have attended the party. That would have been a, a, quite the distraction. But like I remember also about I, the same I, height as Barry Peters. Though. Yeah, he probably was. I uh, mom went to Blockbuster to Barry get us Peters movies. A ginger redhead fellow, right? He was a redheaded fellow. That's correct. Um, mom went to Blockbuster and I gave her a list of three movies that I wanted to get. I wanted Major League. Monkey shi- Monkey Shines, and then I don't remember the third one, but they were all R-rated. And so she came back and she said, well, they were all R-rated. She was like, I went ahead and got you the sports one, which was Major League, <laughs> which admittedly was probably the dirtiest of the, th- or like the, you know, would ha- have the most bad influence on Foul language. Yeah. 11-year-old kids. But they were all so she got, R-rated. she got, uh, she got us Major League. And then Monkey she got Shines a horror movie. It's a horror movie, yeah. The 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 picture on the box, which I'm dating myself, obviously. Not that that's news, anyone. Is like a a, a wind up toy monkey with like the symbols, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it it turns evil. I, I I don't know. I never fucking saw it. I wanted to see it. I never saw it. Here, 25 years you later, can watch 30 it years now. Later. I'm sure it's I know. fucking terrible. I'm sure it's streaming, and I'm sure it does, probably doesn't hold up. But she got Major League, and then she got us. I'm called? pretty sure Monkey this is Shines? the right party. And she got us Cocoon, which is like, <laughs> for those of you that know, Cocoon. movie. Oh, you can yeah. watch uh, Monkey Shines on the Roku channel for free. Ooh. Well, there you go. Sounds like my weekend has plans now. That's exciting since it's already Friday, late on a Friday night. Um, but anyway, just stuff like that. Like it was just, they were always epic sleepovers. And a lot of your friends would have parties epic. and it was just, you know you go to red wing red wing rollerway or you go bowling and it's not that that wasn't fun but there was something about the sleepover it's like a two-day party that just made it epic but obviously at some point probably in middle school before i even got to high school that was no longer what happened and so i think i just used up all of my birthday party excitement and goodwill when i was a kid and so then it's like yeah you get gifts you get a cake you get to spend time maybe with some friends maybe family you know, then the next day it's like, well, June twenty second. Here we go. Got to wait another three hundred sixty four days, Scott, to get back around to June twenty first again. So, I just, I, I guess I'm in part jealous. Getting back to the original topic that brought this up, jealous of my friend who still gets very excited and goes out and has a great time, even in now her mid thirties. And I also just can't relate on any level. As to to doing that, I don't have the energy for that. I haven't had the energy for that sort of stuff in years. It's just not my scene. Obviously, I don't drink, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. Weird to me that you miss having a sleepover birthday party. I'm not saying I miss it. I'm just saying I think that's when like kind of are. I feel like I peaked in middle school. Again, no, 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 no. no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me. Very important clarification. Saying I miss something implies that I would like to do it again. I cannot fathom having a sleepover with a bunch of forty-year-olds right now. It would be actually, it would be, would be fun, fun in a different way. And we actually, as I'm as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, we actually did talk about doing that next <laughs> month. It looks like that's not going to happen, but that's essentially what that is. Um, but no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I miss doing that and I yearn to do it again. I'm just saying those were those were the salad days of birthdays. It was it was in the very young, the early early phases of my life, and now it's just like you know another year, 
another Not a birthday. shitty birthday party with no sleepover, no Lego fights. Yeah. No, 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 not a, not shitty. Another lack of birthday. Like there's no, just no birthday party. No TPing anything. Uh, so that was fun. We had a discussion tonight at the pool. Uh, we love being, it. Me and some of the other adults. Do you have a name for the night before Halloween? No. Apparently, I mean, it's if you put a gun to my head, I'd say Halloween's Eve, but but no. How is this a discussion? Uh, apparently, in New Jersey, they have a name for it, and now I can't remember what it was. Is there something that happens on this night in New Jersey? Uh, yeah, apparently they um, mischief. Mischief night. Is that when you yes. roll houses? It's yeah, actually called like, mischief night. I was just fucking around. Yeah, I think it is. Oh well. It was mischief or mayhem night. Fuck, now I forgot. Mischief night. Yeah. This is coming um, dangerously close to like uh, what's that series of movies where they go out and kill people for that one night a year? I don't know. I don't watch horror movies because I don't like them. It's, it's more a suspense film. I'll look it up while you're talking. I'll return it, the. It fan. is called Mischief Night. Other nicknames include Devil's Night, Gate Night, Goosey Night, which apparently is in a very small part of New Jersey because one of the people that was there called it that. Uh, Moving Night. Cabbage night or and mat night, but yeah, I guess they like TP stuff and just go crazy. Um, it apparently is most of New Jersey as well as New Orleans, Philadelphia, Eastern Pennsylvania, Delaware, and parts of New York State and Connecticut. It is referred to as Mischief Night. Oh, in Baltimore, Maryland, it has traditionally been referred to as Moving Night due to the custom of exchanging or stealing porch furniture and other outside items. Fucking weird. Yeah, they're like, what did you call? What do you call the night before Halloween? I was like, I don't know, Wednesday or whatever fucking day it is. <laughs> they don't call it anything. What are you talking about? But yeah, that was interesting weird. that there's a a tradition of vandalism or pranks in a very small part of the country. If it's going to happen in a state, it's going to happen in New Jersey. Jersey. By the way, The Purge is the movie series that I was referencing. Sure, never seen it. I saw the first one. It's uh, disturbing. Did you purge your it from your memory? I did not. There are some scenes that I cannot get still rid of. still haunt you to this day when you're thinking about Lego fights and other fun Similar stuff. to the movie, um, oh, what's it called? The Visitors? The Str- or Strangers. The Strangers? Have you ever seen that one? Liv Tyler? No. No. Man. As, as mentioned before, I don't watch horror movies. Again, it's not. It's a suspense movie. It's which Whatever. is different from a horror movie. Why don't you watch those sorts of movies? You don't have the stomach for it. Uh, I don't really. Yeah, I don't like gory movies. I don't really care for. I don't do anything. Yeah, it's definitely not gory. Yeah. Suspense movies, I'm okay with. My wife doesn't like anything scary, so I'm fine not watching those. Yeah. Yeah, the strangers. It'll fuck you up, man. Like, I've never had an interest in watching The Ring or any of those sort of things where there's like a. Oh, The Ring's so good, though. Or something. That's a good flip. Sure, though. it's fine. I don't. What I mean, about what like I... schlocky ones like Halloween and Friday yeah, 13th? I've seen those. They're fine. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I have no desire. Like, I don't like being scared, for one thing. <laughs> Not that those ne- movies are necessarily scary, but like, I don't get any. 
I have never you had a desire to watch a scary movie. Like, yeah. like, ooh, I like that feeling. Nope, not really. Yeah. So, like, I will do like, uh, we had friends in Portland, um, who would have like a movie, like a Halloween party, and we'd watch movie a couple night. movies. Yeah. And they'd be scary movies or whatever, and I would go to that and have fun. I think watching it with a group of people is more enjoyable to me because it feels less scary. You'd be in the background by the kitchen where the light was on and you're like, I'll get some more popcorn for you guys. I don't don't really – it's not that I get scared watching the movies. I just don't like like jump scares, stuff like that. I don't don't (laughs) appreciate that. Yeah. It's it's not that it sticks with me. Like I'm much more likely to be haunted by extreme violence or things like that. Sure. Uh, which I guess is part of those too, but I don't, can I don't be. Know. It, yeah. do, it doesn't like. I think I might have told you before. What I watched Oz um, mm-hmm. on HBO in the early two thousands. Sure. Um, when you could like rewatch shows on, I don't know if it was like on demand or whatever. Anyway, I watched those and yeah. some of the some of the scenes in that like people you just being turn brutalized away. or raped. Yes. No, I wa- I watched them, but the, I definitely had nightmares on some of them. <laughs> Like relive the scenes in my in my head while sleeping. It was like ah, um, but I I wouldn't call those horror movies, right? Or well, no, it's not a horror show. The show, no, it's not even really suspenseful. It's a it's gritty real life. Yeah, not real life. <laughs> I mean, gritty... it's, I think it's not not realistic. I don't hope. God, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, don't honestly, like, I have thought of, like, if I go to jail, I might just kill myself because I don't want to <laughs> experience any of the Oz. Anything you saw in Oz. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not sure I could make it. I don't think I'd make it very long. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. Um... <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't have n- the horror genre suspense I'm fine with, but. I don't know. I I never seek it out. Although, as we've also talked about, I don't generally watch movies that much either. Right. We've definitely talked about that. Well, the movie, you do. The movies I do like are typically depressing or um, caper movies. S- I like really depressing movies or <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible. Hang on. I need I need I need one example of a really depressing movie. Uh, any of the Lars von Trier movies, Dancer in the Dark, Breaking the Waves. All right, something that everyone's heard of. Don't go indie on me. Well, most of those movies are foreign movies, or I know the don't. The Dark I'm, I'm saying Brothers. name something that people listening might have actually heard. Of. I I can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, mm. I don't feel like there are. Uh oh, what's the oh, shit? She was actually in them. Are they depressing because you have to read the subtitles? Because that depresses no. me. <laughs> Nice, um, Jennifer Connelly, who was in um, the latest Connelly. Top Gun movie, Requiem for a Dream. Have you seen that? Great flick, great flick. Yeah, I like Requiem for a Dream, but kind of depressing. Yeah. So like you people, mean depressing in the terms of in, sen- in the sense of like these people? Everybody are just, in the movie just gets fucking. Yeah, their, their lives life sucks. Don't Nothing go the good. way you would want it. Yeah, to. there's no happy ending in that movie. Right. 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 Okay. They're all good stuff. If I recall, it's been a long time since I've seen it. They're all addicted to drugs, and uh, I think she becomes a prostitute for drugs, or is nice. <laughs> sells her body and is not treated well. If I recall, again, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Interesting. That movie, so. Interesting stuff. Um, 
Yeah, but just I, before I, I forget that movie. Okay, that's good. It hasn't stuck with like, me that much because it like Memento. Saw it did you like years Memento? Ago. Yeah, I did like that movie. Yeah, I don't think that's quite as depressing, but it's no. It has similar leanings because it's like this guy is trapped in his own mind. Yeah, not so much that, but I, I I did like Memento. I mean, that's a good movie. I like most of what's his names. He's one of the yeah. What's, I can't what's think that of guy's name? name? Christopher Nolan. That's one of his movies. Sure. There you go. Uh, speaking of which, his brother, I believe, worked on Westworld. Have, are you up to date on Westworld? I am not. Okay. We the talked last about season this. sucked. Don't watch it. Yeah. I I won't. I watched the That's first one. I liked it. Dumb. I watched it a only, couple episodes of season two. And, yeah. <laughs> season two is all right. Season three. Nah. Season four. <laughs> Blue chunks. It's a shame. I mean, um, it started yeah. out okay. Here's just for those who have watched some quick just spoilers plenty. of it's season four. a popular four. show. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, that, so there's all this, like, basically everyone's everyone dies, but not really. Their consciousness lives on and mm. robots and stuff. And it's, I don't know, like, um, like what's the guy from Breaking Bad, the the younger fellow? I can't think of his name, the actor. Jesse something. Jesse Pinkman, yeah, the guy who plays Jesse Pinkman. That's not his yes. name, but okay. So he he is killed, but come is sort of reanimated in a bunch of different scenarios versions of himself, but is always sure. upset. And I'm like, he's a fucking robot. Why does he care about Why do being alive or not? Yeah. But his consciousness lives on. I don't know. A lot of the show just it's overly complicated and also kind of stupid. Like I, to- mm. they totally lost me on the show, and I was just like, "This is fucking dumb." I can't. I don't think I want to watch any more of this show. And it may be canceled, so I may not have oh. to watch any more of the show. Well, there you go. See, that's the thing. I hate when I'm pulled in so much to a show. I no longer like it. I keep watching it because I'm like, I'm gonna watch until the bitter end. Just because sure. I'm a stubborn asshole. Yeah, that that I can't. Uh, Boardwalk Empire kind of lost me in the middle there mm-hmm. a little bit, but I watched to the end. Yeah, it was okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I it is rare though. Show or not? I, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't make it all the way through either. It is rare though that a show makes it more than three, four, five seasons and is good all the way through. Like oh, never yeah. he has any lull at all. There are some like that. I thought Better Call Saul, which recently ended was like that. I did thought you, that was a fantastic did you watch, series. Yeah, that was great. So you did, I, I didn't know you were watching Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, I love Better Call Saul. See, speak, by the way, speaking, since you're talking about the depression thing, not that I want to go back to that because it is depressing to talk about, but like the, the mid-season finale this year when, um, I can't think of the name of the, the uh, Howard, Howard was just killed. Howie Hamlin. Yeah. Howie Hamlin was just spoiler flippantly alert. killed. Vance. Yeah. Major yeah. spoiler alert. Um, like it's weird. It's something that as I've gotten older, those sorts of things bother me. Cause it's like, it's that whole concept of like life is so fleeting. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and boom, he's shot in the head. Now that's not a realistic scenario that I think I will find myself in hopefully. Um, cause I don't hang out You're with, hanging out with drug uh, lords, drug, drug and the attorneys and- that represent them. But, um, but stuff like that just and and then you know how psychopathic drug lords who live in sewers to watch their competition yeah to watch their exactly but like his body ends up in this underground area 
in a big hole along with God another damn, guy. That show is so fucking good, man. It was so good. And and by the way, I I I legitimately didn't even realize you were watching Better Call Saul. I should have assumed you were, but the final three or three of the final four episodes. That's that's one of the few shows, and I assume Breaking Bad had some like that as well. As I mentioned, I never watched Breaking Bad, but those final few shows where one of them was an hour and 15 minutes of Bob Odenkirk as the manager of a Cinnabon taking a Cinnabon up to the guy from Parks and Recreation and Security and like hanging out and getting to know him. So and he could to know set him. up the, the scam. Of course. He still had it of in Of course. Him. And then practicing the scam stuff. That was an entire episode. If you had watched any of the rest of the five seasons of that show and someone's like, let's just pick an episode at random and you watch it, you'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck are you watching? This show is so boring. Like it's that, in black and no, white. No, 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 no. No, that's not true. That episode, I think, would be interesting as a standalone just because it's uh, it's For own, sure. it was its own encapsulated story where he's, you know, setting he's up. trying to steal uh, the merchandise. The guy from yeah. Parks and Rec <laughs> feeding yeah. him uh Cinnabon, Cinnabon so every night. Steal shit from the mall. But I, I feel like uh, Peter Gould and the other guy, the two showrunners for Better Call Saul and Vince Breaking Gilligan. Bad, Vince Gilligan. I, I'm assuming Breaking Bad has similar elements. There's they do that. Yeah, there definitely are throughout some the whole show like that where they're where they're basically just cooking meth and going through the process. And I think there's right. one in particular where. There's like a fly in the lab or something that's really bo- his that really bothers Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, I can't remember the details, but it, it has a very similar rhythm to that where they're right. even more kind of like mundane. just all the repetition. Yeah, yeah, just all they're the repetition. So good at doing that. God damn, those guys are fucking but masters about you take the mundane, show. and I'm I'm on the edge of my seat watching <laughs> Odenkirk make another fucking Cinnabon and take. I, I know what's going to happen ultimately. I mean, I you know. Once the the guy was mopping the floor, I was like, "He's gonna slip right there." Uh, I, I didn't know that until midway through the episode, but it it was still entertaining, and I was like, "I guess this needs to happen." And it wasn't until the final episode for me that all the pieces fit together. Now I will say, because I know you've seen Breaking Bad, I've never seen a second of it. That when they brought in kind of the the Jesse and Walter element, just briefly in those couple episodes, you have the scene where Jesse was talking with. Um, with Kim outside and, and all that sort of stuff like it I'm sure as a Breaking Bad, Bad fan you were like oh my god I'm, I'm connecting the dots and I was like I've heard of these guys but I don't really know what's where this is yeah, going to lead I mean, the, the Walt one was more of a connection I mean there are some some connections it's been a while since I've watched Breaking Bad I mean I watched sure. the series when, when it was airing obviously that was like number of years ago 10 years ago or something yeah at least yeah when it finished so like i i haven't rewatched it and like i i listened to a podcast about breaking bad and they're talking about which episode like he was with walt and i had forgotten that that happened Mm -hmm. because it's sort of like another slice from that but you know where he's talk where in that episode where uh saul jimmy whatever is talking to all the characters and asking them like Hey, if you had a time machine, what would you do? Yeah. Like, yeah. he asks, um, "Fuck, what's his name? Uh, Heisenberg, whatever." I don't. Oh, Joe. Ju- yeah, what's the actor's name? Who? The guy <laughs> from fucking Breaking Bad. What's his name? I don't know. I I, I don't know. 
We try to think you of don't know his name. You don't know the actor's name? No. It's escaping me right now. The guy from Malcolm Jesus in the Middle Christ. or the other guy? Yes. The guy from I can't Malcolm I can't I can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm in the middle. People are That's yelling. That's what I know. Like, from. Fucking moron. Uh <laughs> Brian Cranston. Like Brian Cranston. So yes. he had, like Brian Cranston's character. Actor. It's very yes. like his response to that versus Mike's response is very like on character yes. and it's just an interesting the conversation that they have. Um I forget what my point was now because it's too because <laughs> of the caught up trying to remember Cranston's name. But um it, it the callbacks I think were I mean, maybe if I just watched it or if I were a super like I'm not one of those people who can uh, clearly who can remember lines from shows and stuff like that. Like right. it it didn't trigger like super important connections. There were some things I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. But yeah. I, I don't feel like you missed a lot. I mean, I I think definitely you should watch Breaking Bad. It's yeah, no, an no, and, show. And, and by the Especially way, if I you completely... liked Better Call Saul, I actually I think Better it. Call Saul is better as a better show. Probably, it's hard to say. Just better because with the film like, the noir stuff, stuff. Not that. Just that they had no. learned learned things from making Breaking Bad that they sure. brought into. Like, of course, obviously. Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad it was just sort of like comic relief like they brought so much more to the character as they developed the show yeah. Better Call Saul that wasn't that didn't really exist in Breaking Bad I mean now if you watched it I'm sure you'd be like wow Jimmy had all this other shit going on that's interesting yeah. um, but obviously there's you know bringing the two worlds together in Better Call Saul and then also that sort of like uh, Brian Cranston's character Walt Walter White. Now I can start to remember things. Being a, a <laughs> science teacher who starts to make meth, yeah. which is the premise of Breaking Bad. Um, I did know that much. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not spoiling anything for you. Like no. having the again the t- sort of two sides and the drug trade and all the other characters coming together. Like all that is in Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad has a, a you know very satisfying finale. That's not really spoiling anything. They just they end it well. I think most people think that was like, oh, it's a great ending. Um, yeah. Different from how they end Better Call Saul. So um, I don't know. It's just interesting to to see those two things. Like I just like that world. I I would totally watch another show about another character from that world just because it's sure this, the the TV they make is so fucking good. Like if they yeah. had a whole like the podcast I was listening to, they're like I'd totally watch a show about Kim in the uh, legal aid department or whatever as she's gone back and become a lawyer again. <laughs> like, what is, where does she go from here? Right. Yeah, her whole but, switch yeah. to her life in, in Sarasota or whatever, Tampa, the Tampa area, I can't remember exactly where she was. I was just like, this is this is crazy. This is brilliant. For a second, I was like, how much time has passed? Like, I, you know, because none <laughs> of it, that was really clear, which is intentional, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, they, they aged Jimmy for sure. He was definitely more bald. He looked different. He was in Nebraska as opposed to being in, in, in Albuquerque. But, uh, you know, aside from all of that, we didn't really know. Also filmed in Albuquerque, apparently. Oh, those, those winter scenes with yeah. Carol Burnett in the mall and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it, it, it was, I thought it was a good end to the show. You just, said something that made me think that maybe you disagree with that. You said Breaking no, Bad no, was a I very like great No, I like the ending, ending of the but... show. I'm 
Okay. It, it was different than how Better Call Saul, or I sorry, see. than how Breaking Bad. How ended. Breaking Bad like wrapped the, up. I got you. Um. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to. Yeah, spoil I was about it. to say leave it at that you because watch I should Breaking Bad. And by the way, as I was with the final few episodes, when I was starting to see those characters from Breaking Bad come in, and there was the scene in Better Call Saul where he was in the Winnebago with Walter White and Jesse, I was like, for a brief moment, I was like, should I not watch this? Am I going to spoil something? By yeah. watching, of course, that didn't happen, I mean, but I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. The Winnebago you know. is like first season, first few episodes of Breaking okay. Bad. So you're not going to spoil okay. anything. I guess I'm good there. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely first season. I think it's first few episodes. I can't recall yeah. exactly because again, yeah. I watched it whatever it came out like, a million years ago. And the final thing I'll say on this, and then we have a couple other TV things to talk about, and then we can wrap up. Is I don't know if you remember this, and I don't know what season it was, but. A couple of years ago on Better Call Saul, they had an opening and they always have kind of what I call a cold open, which is what they call it on Saturday Night Live. But it's just kind of normally vignette a lot of times with no dialogue. That's just how that show worked. And it was yeah. him as the Cinnabon guy. And I remember watching the episode thinking, what the fuck is this? Like it because it meant nothing at that point in time. But that was like an Easter egg from season three that finally made sense with three episodes to go, they bring it all the way back. So it's, was it, it in just black shows and white? it was in black and white. It just shows oh, that they had that through line in mind way back then, which makes sense. I mean, you have to have kind of a start and a finish and hope that the network gives you the chance to do that. But, um, and the final, final thing I'll say, you mentioned that you'd watch characters. I know that, um, Fring, the chicken guy. Yeah. He's going to have his own show. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's related to that universe, but I'm assuming it's maybe the showrunners are the same. And then one of the other guys is no, going to have his own show they're gonna make, on AMC. They're going to make a show about Gus Fring? Again, I, no, no, no. I don't think it's a Gus Fring show, but that actor is going to... It's called like The Preacher oh, or something. Oh, oh, Yeah. He's going to have his own I show. Mean, yeah, he's a great actor. I, I mean, I might watch that, but... No, I'm saying I want to be in the world of Breaking Bad. I know. Better Call Saul. I don't like. I'll certainly watch other things that the actors do. That's that's not what I meant. I just meant like. I got gotcha. you. I was just letting you know if you hadn't heard, because I watched Talking Saul as well, which is the Chris Hardwick hosted like post show that they only did oh, for nice. a few episodes, but they did it for the penultimate episode, and I watched that, and they they had they had everybody, they had Bob Odenkirk, they had Kim. Uh, Ray Seahorn on video chat and then they had Vince and uh, Peter like all in studio and they were talking about that it's called Parish is the Giancarlo Esposito series that's Mr. Fring I can't remember who the other one was that was going to have a not a spinoff but have their own thing I can't, it was one of the other characters I don't think it was Bob Odenkirk it may have been Jonathan Banks. That would be pretty cool, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway. Um, all right. Two other Hollywood things to talk about here real quickly, and they're both HBO-related. We'll start with the ending and then go to the beginning. Um, so the rehearsal ended. We've been talking about the rehearsal on the show. Jamie and I talked about the rehearsal because we watched it together. We talked about it on the other half last week, if you caught it here oh, nice. on the BroPod Network. That, do you talk about this? The ending of the series? I can't remember. No, no, no. It, it was no. We we recorded before it ended. Um, gotcha. 
But man, what a weird final episode. It got very like I mentioned Memento earlier. It got it, 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 there were layers upon layers, and it felt like um, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. The main the main guy. Oh, Nathan Fielder. Nathan, Nathan. It felt like Nathan was like getting into his own head a little too much. Um, to the point where the I just want to start at the end again. Major spoiler alerts if you haven't watched the final episode of re- the rehearsal on HBO. You should highly recommended. But the final scene, he's sitting there in the the replica trailer park or mobile home. <laughs> he's wearing makeup and a wig like on his face, but he's dressed like a guy otherwise, as far as I recall. He's sitting there talking to like a 10 or 11-year-old version of the kid. And like he says, but you know, it's, you know, it's really, he's having this whole conversation as if he's the mother with the kid who played the actor oh, yeah. because he's trying to get in the and, mind of the actor. And the kid says, wait, you're my mom, right? And he's like, no, I'm having this conversation as me. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. He like, he goes in and out of reality. And then I want to ask you about this because. <laughs> Sorry, just, they have renewed this show for season two. Just Yes. Season two is coming. Is, is coming. I, I did see that. Um, but my question for you is he when he stands up to leave, literally the last visual of the show, he stands up, he turns around. His pants are like sagging like six inches down. You can see the crack of his ass. Did you notice that? It was a very, yeah, very sloppy ending. And I told Jamie, I was like, that I'm had sure to have been intentional. intentional. But it's almost like, is that a wink to the audience of like this whole thing was like, you've just been on a ride this entire time. I mean, I know that he knows that we know that it's not real because he is essentially narrating the show the whole time. But that last episode was so fucked up. He had adult actors playing the kid, <laughs> jumping into his lap. That was my favorite part. Of course. Of course. I knew that's what you were talking about when you mentioned it earlier. I just, I, I don't know. What what did you think about how it ended? It, it just seemed like it was out of control. And it that the, one, I, I felt it didn't have an, a nice, it wasn't wrapped up in a nice clean bow. No, I was not expecting it to. That went off the rails. Yeah, the, uh, the kid thinking he actually was his dad, and it, like that seemed that was kind of fucked up to me. <laughs> I that was very again. Very I weird. started listening to a podcast with Bill Simmons where he was talking to one of his uh, his Ringer staff about it because he loved the show, which I also loved the show. And I hadn't watched the last episode. And I was like, oh shit, I missed an episode. Right. And, I went, and he's like, you know, this is controversial, and I was so I. I was like, I got to stop this and watch. And I watched it. I didn't watch it as closely as I had watched the other episodes. That was probably a mistake on my part. Sure. But um, yeah, that last episode was, was more like unsettling than the other ones were. Yes. Because of the kid. That's the right term. The kid being like uh, confused, like the adults, whatever. I can fuck with this weird numerology guy. And even Angela, where she's like, you know, he watches the tape and she's not really into it. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's just like, oh, I'm just She's talking out. to the actors as people. Yeah. Not as yeah. The, she the doesn't give a playing. fuck about homesteading. She's right. not doing any of the uh, homeschooling or anything. We knew that from the um, beginning. She's one of the first places to like, He's like, oh, yeah, this kid doesn't, can't, like, separate truth from fiction. Like, yeah, that seemed a little irresponsible. Yes. And, and I thought th- about one of the that all things along. they were saying in the podcast, they're like, yeah, um, 
you know, it's, he, it seems like he's making a commentary like on reality television and like bringing your kids into it. Cause like, mm. like what the fuck is, are the parents doing in this situation? Like, is this really a good idea? Like I know they're getting paid for it, but like if you have a kid that's obviously the, the three month old's not going to be scarred. I can remember this, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Assuming not emotionally anyway. And, I assume they were given assurances that no physical harm would come to their child. They were watching it the whole time. They were always but yeah, that, upset. Yeah. That, that weird area from like age three to six or whatever, like yeah, the nine-year-old, I think age. when he came in, he was like, yeah, I understand. We're just pretending. Yeah. Or maybe it was older. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's a window there where like... They're not well, old but, enough to understand what the fuck's going on. And there's <laughs> or even just that, some of them may, may may not be mature enough. And there's even that scene at the at the Jewish school where he intentionally had the actors bully the kid. Like, yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, even if you're a parent on site watching it happen, like that could fuck a kid up. You know, that could, even if yeah, he knows yeah. he's acting, that, that sort of stuff could stay with him. Because although the people that were doing the bullying oh you want to go to a party well sorry you're not invited like even though they knew what they were saying a lot of what the, to their credit a lot of what the kids were doing was all impro- improvisation they knew there was a scenario that was going to happen you know you're going to be put into this house for the next four hours and you're going to have lunch and you're going to get the play and but like they, they didn't have lines because it was real life yeah. like it was real time you know so anything I mean, that could have happened told them exactly what to say you don't know it's it's possible maybe on a reshoot. Certainly when they practice jumping in the lap, that those couple lines were definitely <laughs> scripted and rehearsed. Um, but I did want to, I want to get your thoughts but on yeah, one other thing they that were happened. saying they were saying like yeah. you know this is a, an indictment of reality TV and it does seem like that yeah sort of that was one of his points like what the He's fuck are doing fun. parents? But and, and maybe this is part of what you just said, but something that we've talked about about the show in the past that I thought was so counter what we've talked about is they had the birthday party scene and no one said any words because they'd have to pay them <laughs> yeah, the union so, rate. And he mentioned that, that he's like, that would have cost HBO $15,000. I'm like, motherfucker, you built and moved a set across the country more than once. You don't yeah, give that, two shits about the that cost was, of that. Again, him like winking at the audience being like, I know, you know that I spent like hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars to make this fake bar. Yeah. I'm saving 15 from grand. New York. Yeah. That, that, this, that, you could, that you could pay just, the actors to talk if you wanted to. You're just fucking around because it's kind of funny. But that was Which funny. I, actually, I like even more the fact that they're just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're silently and moving and around. Motioning. Yeah. And it was very <laughs> relatable to me, fake too. Fake singing happy, 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 yes. yeah. happy fake birthday. singing happy birthday. Of course. But it was relatable to me, as many of you that are probably listening to this know. I had my, my several months out in L.A. when I was younger. And when I was working on the Gilmore Girls episode, we were instructed not to say anything, and we kept talking. I know I've told you this story before, but uh, Lauren, what's what, Lauren Graham? Lauren Graham is that her name? Yes, one of the actresses. From, um, we kept doing the scene over and over. I was working at a coffee cart. I was playing a barista, which is funny because I hate coffee. I don't know anything about it. And we kept. I was whispering and interacting with the other extras. And after Lauren Graham messed up her line for the 23rd time, she was talking with the director just a few feet away. And she's like, well, I would get my lines right if these fucking extras would shut up. And it was dead silent for every take after that because 
we were <laughs> supposed to not be talking the whole time, obviously, but we were getting away with it. It was a very long shot. Like it was a long scene. And uh, so, yeah, when they, when they did that whole thing about the being quiet as an extra, it was had a special place in my heart uh, because I'd, I'd been down that road before. Anyway. Okay. So check out the rehearsal. I was going to mention that, but you said already has been renewed for season two. Who knows how it's going to work out. I, again, I, I also kind of wonder if in season one, it was only six episodes. Did he expect that basically three and a half of the episodes would, if not four would be centered around this one story or did he truly hope that he could do a different rehearsal for that's every somebody single that's one episode. of the things they discussed on the thing like yeah like how much like yeah. obviously on the podcast that i was listening to right, so, right like how much do you think he it's hard to know like how much he planned out it, i to me he had the idea about the being a parent and then it had more legs to it so he just sort of rolled with it yeah that's what i think too so i think easily like the third episode <laughs> The guy who wiped the other dude's ass in the woods. Yes, the racist guy <laughs> eating chicken. Fucking yeah. killed me. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's a real mess down there, huh? Yeah, that was weird. That was the very weird. Oh dear God. <laughs> but uh, anyway, make your point. Yes. So like that was so that was a sort of a third. There's there was a, that was kind of the third. Yeah, rehearsal for sure. and then there were the other obviously story. smaller ones after that yes but um you know i think i i don't know if he was like i'm just gonna do this until i can find a place where i can insert myself or after numerology dude fell out he's like well i'm gonna have to insert myself it seems I like to do something he probably wanted to insert himself and just found the right place for it but well, it's hard to know and I mean, he always for- inserted himself even in the first one with whatever yes with the bar yeah but but don't forget yeah when they went and shot guns with blanks but don't forget (laughs) too that he had the whole subplot which was episode four i think where he had his own acting studio and he was teaching this method and he very much inserted himself in that as a student which he didn't need to do an actor play himself and then had an actor play him yeah yeah, that's what i'm saying like i think he he knew he was going to insert himself he just I think he was finding creative ways I think to do it. Similar to Curb, which we may talk about. Like there sure. was a loose outline. We don't really talk, need to talk about it. Yeah. There's like an outline. These are the plot points I want to hit, and then I'm going to go yeah. with it. But this one's even more interesting. Not even more, or differently interesting because uh, not he's the only one who knows the outline. Obviously, people in the crew, but like the people he's interacting right. with don't know what the fuck he's trying yeah. to do. So. They're just acting can, and they're not acting. Fuck with they're the reacting. Situation. I mean, he has the actors doing it, but he also has the people that are not acting. I don't yes. know. It's it's such a mind fuck and in a good way. This show yeah. is really interesting, and I love the fact that it exists because it's so weird. So one other thing that I thought of, and then we'll move on to the other show, the HBO show that we need to discuss. But is like during the actual rehearsal portion. Or even just during the the stuff in the house. Like, do you think they're shooting that basically 24-7? Do you think, like, or, or take the Canes example. They edited, the, the the part that we saw in the in the, the Canes chicken restaurant was maybe three minutes, four minutes of on-air time. Did they go through and do 45 takes with all these actors all day long and just edit all of that shit out? 
Yes. Is that I yet another so. wink to we're just wasting everyone's I mean, the people are getting paid for it, but we're just wasting everyone's HBO's time and money because it's a thirty minute show, but we're rehearsing <laughs> for day after day after day. Like those Again, are the thoughts that cross my mind, you know. I mean, I'm I'm amazed the show has been renewed because it cannot be cheap, although they're paying those extras basically nothing. Yeah, they get scale. It's seventy five bucks. And, a day, uh, maybe a hundred bucks. The, a day. Uh, like it's it's not ex- it it is sort of reality, which is way like they don't they did build those sets, but in general yes. the budget on this is probably pretty low. Yeah, there's like, fewer I mean, writers, think, fewer production. Six episodes, it's probably costs I don't know, five million to make those six episodes. Less than that, maybe. Probably less than that. I'm sure the budget was less. Who knows? You could probably that, find that would be a million dollars an episode. I feel like that's more than, or that's it. Probably didn't cost that much, right? <laughs> no, I don't see how it could cost a million bucks an episode. So that's that's a cheap show to produce, and that's a I very think it cheap is show. Pretty buzzy. So. Yeah, which is what they're looking for. As it, opposed to, even though it seemed extravagant yeah. in what he was doing, it's it was still generally probably it pretty was cheap for to make. it was extravagant for what it was and what it needed to be. He did three to four X what needed to be spent. And that's that's what was funny about it. Because he just yeah. did it for the hell of it. You know, that sort of a thing. Um, so, yes, let's assume that was the cost. As opposed to the other show we're going to talk about tonight. The long-awaited, I guess we'll House call it a dragon. prequel? House of Dragons? Yes. Is it House of the Dragons? House of the Dragon, I believe. House of the Dragon. So the prequel to the Game of Thrones series. Um Came out, first episode aired last Sunday, next episode airing in two days. Uh, I've heard reports it cost upwards of $10 million plus per episode. That's why I used that as the transition point. What were your thoughts yes. on the first episode? Uh, uh, I've talked, again, I haven't, I mean, I've listened to some discussion of this in other podcasts, yeah. and I've talked to some of my online friends about it. I mean, I thought it was good. It had good, like, action it's it's sure. hard to compare it to Game of Thrones because the characters are fair. all new. We know some of yes. the uh, the families, and they hint yes. at several of them or all of them. Yep, especially in the in the fealty pledge or whatever towards the end of it. Yes, but I, we're not like I'm not in. As someone who hasn't read the books, I'm not invested in any of the houses right. so thoroughly that these people mean anything to me. Yeah, um, I know the like the would be queen. His daughter, I think, is going to be replaced by an older actress at some point. Yes, they show that so, in the sneak or the coming attractions, um, if you will. Yeah. So it, skip some it's time hard. To, it's yeah. hard to like. Um, as the first episode, I mean, I, it was definitely entertaining. I enjoyed it, but it's going to take most of the it season, a full season, to like really like have any kind of emotional invest I mean more than one episode to be invested in any of the storylines to really know I mean there are obviously some brutal parts the yes the, the land the birth the, the labor the birthing, yeah. the birthing scene versus the the battle on the field the battle of the womb or whatever she called it yes um, like that was a pretty graphic brutality scene I did see a tweet today this <laughs> someone's like we the, the creators are like we need to be realistic the time of this uh 
17 mumbo jumbo thing that never existed that we made up this is like motherfucker you made all this shit up this never existed there are no That's dragons true. you can't you can't be true to the brutality of the time when the time was <laughs> never Dragon existent time. yeah um which i thought was pretty true uh they it does seem like they like to make people be in pain for some reason especially women. Oh, of course um why not yeah so pain, but yeah brutality. in general i thought it was interesting it, you know I, I, I don't think you can say the show is going to be great or terrible based on this one episode. It, it was made to the same level of quality, I think of, I think sure. as Game of Thrones. So I, yes. I have positive expectations for the future Good of the show. But yeah, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't. We'll see where it goes. Basically, yeah. Kudos as always with the Game of Thrones series, whether the OG one or this new one. Um, goes to the art direction, which I know is not something you hear people who do or are doing episode synopsises talk about, but like just the sets and like you have the, the scene where you were talking about the pledge and there's the giant dragon head and there's like 9,000 candles. Like that's not CGI. So I had to go around and light all those motherfuckers. That's the sort of stuff I think about when I see stuff like that. So just really, it really Actually, does make it realistic. CGI. It could have been, but there were some real candles in that scene for sure. Yeah. And somebody had to do it. So, um, but just very impressive. I I will say the first, the the first appearance of a dragon, I thought looked very CGI and I was kind of disappointed when it was flying and it landed. And then, but then it went into like, when we start to interrupt you really quickly, when we saw Top Gun Maverick, there was some other show that had a dragon with I would say a much smaller budget that looks extra shitty in the trailer that we saw in the movie theater <laughs> compared right. to what I saw on HBO Max last Sunday night. Fair. So fair point. Well, they do have experience, so we gotta give them props for that. But but anyway, but every scene after that, I thought it looked good when it when it lit fire to the to the pyre with the newly deceased mother and yeah, son. That was pretty badass. That looks exactly as you would expect it to. Um, it'll be interesting to see the development of the relationship between the uncle character. I'm not going to name any names cause I'm terrible with names and the, the soon to be queen. I feel like, like what uncle that's Damon Targaryen is the uncle. The okay. Weird eyebrows. Yeah. What uncle like buys his niece, a, a necklace like early in that episode and kind of puts on her like you would a girlfriend. I don't know. There's something weird going on there. He's obviously a, a, he's a character with, with issues yeah he's i mean they, they made that very clear you don't have to like look through look through any of the um exposition of the show to figure that out. it's very obvious he's gonna he's gonna be a problem to the point where during the joust he what i can only say cheated by leaning over during that one pass and tripping up the horse i'm like can we have some fucking rules here you can't yeah, fuck with I, the horse. That's I thought the point. it was interesting because I was like, oh, he fucking cheated. And then uh, his niece. Yeah, the, the chick gives was, him the crown. Everyone's clapping. Like, They're like, no. great job. I was like, but that is, that's not against the rules to fuck up somebody's yeah. horse. That really took me out of the episode for a few minutes. I had to recover after that. I also that. thought when the guy was like, uh, do you submit or whatever he said when they were doing the hand-to-hand yeah. combat. I was like, oh, motherfucker's going to jump off off the ground and just kill you and kill. when you're not paying attention. I thought that <laughs> I was too. Very surprised that didn't happen, to be honest with you. Right. Um, speaking of art direction, the only thing I will say is the Targaryen, like, bleach blonde hair just looks fucking weird on everybody. Like, what? He, here's <laughs> Why? 
that's that was another thing I was going to bring up. It it looks too similar to is it Lego? One of the guys from Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, Legolas or whatever. Legolas. Yeah. Guy. It looks way too similar, and I can't separate the two in my mind yet. I'm sure I'll be able to over time, but I was like, it, it's like it's the same hair and makeup people doing both because they kind of have the pointy ears too. It's not nearly as bad as Legolas was in, in Lord of the Rings, but again, both brilliant films and you know, adventure tales made up off some of the mind of someone's brilliant head. But um, yeah, it's it's unnecessary, I think, the blonde hair. But whatever, we'll get used to it, um, and I'll and I'll get over that, obviously. But no, I thought it was a good episode. I mean, look, you, you got to establish some characters. I haven't watched the first episode of Game of Thrones in a while. I'm sure there was violence. I'm sure there was nudity. And I'm sure there was some character building. And I think that's, we had the same thing in this episode. There was violence. Yeah. There was nudity. And we're meeting some of the characters. So it checked all of the Game of Thrones uh, legacy boxes there. Uh, and and yeah, I'm looking forward to what what's on offer for, for the rest of the season. Hopefully, I just, you know, I, I think in Game of Thrones, you pretty quickly were able to get behind a character. Most people the got Starks. behind Jon Snow or the Starks, yeah. Um, well, I feel like the first season of Game of GOT. Thrones, they're all, you're you're kind of rooting for the Starks and then they kill. And they kill him. They behead him. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that was the first episode. I think it was the end of the first season, maybe. I think you're correct. might have been the first episode. I don't know. Whatever. But you're like, he oh, was in shit, a few episodes. At we're least, doing yeah. this. Yeah, no one's safe. That they, that's definitely true in the Game of Thrones that, series. I mean, I think that was like people are like, oh, yeah, no, this key character who was like the the main focus. I yeah, I think it was at the begin end of the first season. It's been sort of one of the leads the whole first season. Right. Just fucking literally whacked him. At It'd the be end like beheading Saul season. Goodman if you were watching yeah. Better Call Saul episode like, six. I didn't expect that to happen. Okay, now what am I doing? That sort of a thing. So. Yeah, so but we'll get there. You know, I mean, right now, obviously, you're rooting for the young princess who was was just anointed queen. Um, but will that stay? Are you still rooting for her? what's her relationship with this friend she has? Seems like it could be a lover situation there, but her I don't handmaiden know. Handmaiden lady or whatever. Yeah, maybe they're just really good friends. I don't know. Um, how is it that dude had awesome dreads like back in the day? Who's who's working on his hair? His uh, hair, actually, his blonde hair looked the best. Yeah, it looked dope as shit. <laughs> what are those little balls they're putting in the cigarette, the ashtrays? I don't know. Does that just mean they're present accounted for? Is there Wi-Fi? What's happening? You know what I'm talking about? The little glass yeah, yeah. balls they put in the trays. They, Is those that like their, uh, a secret stone their thing? Westworld personas. Oh, there you go. That must be what it is. It's um, a tie-in to Westworld. They're trying to get people to watch it. But anyway, yeah, so good episode there, um, and I look forward to watching episode numero dos here in two days. Do you know what time it's released? I didn't watch it until Monday, so it didn't matter. 9 p.m. East, okay. That'd be 8, 8 p.m. your time. That'd be 7, but I will uh, be on the lookout. Oh, for 7 even. So. I forgot you were a mountain. I don't yeah, know why. Sure. You can watch uh, it at 7. I will. I might. We'll see. Maybe my daughter's being put to bed. Or 8. Or 8.30. Or 9.30. Okay. Let's not go through every possible option. People have things to do. They don't need to listen to this. Just real quick 
sibling yeah. dribblings. Are you excited about Pat Bev and the I mean, impending trade of Russell Westbrook? Or it's you know, it's as if I sat down at a restaurant a couple years ago <laughs> when we got Russell Westbrook, and I was served a literal pile of shit. But now, hey, they're going to clear away that plate, but now they're going to give me another pile of shit. Pat Beverly, I mean, I, I don't know who I hate more. Like, I have to think about this. <laughs> when I heard the news, I was like, well, that that may be the worst possible option. Also, Pat Beverly, I'm not going to go into a whole rant here, but I'm going to go off on a rant here. Dennis Miller, shout out. But how old, he's listed as like 34, 35. The man looks like he's 48. Like, he looks like, fucking um what's his name from run dmc he he's he's declining he's he's been declining for a while i i don't know what he's going to bring i'm at flavor flav not run dmc i don't know what he's going to bring to the table <laughs> like is he gonna, just going to start wearing a clock around his neck and that's going to be a gimmick to you don't need to sell tickets in la baby people are going to show up so yeah i i get he's a defensive lockdown guy but he's a bench player He's not going to start. And they got rid of THT, who was the best young player we have. We don't have a draft pick until I'm fucking dead. Like, we have no draft picks forever. You're not going to have the two draft picks that you do have because they're going to have to. I know, because we're going to get rid of them in the Westbrook Westbrook trade. My only hope for this season was to get Kyrie, who's also a polarizing figure, but that's not happening. So it's terrible. This it's this season's already ruined hasn't even started. So again, I was listening to a Simmons podcast and he was they were talking about, you know, trading Russell Westbrook now that Pat Bev's there because they hate each other and Yes, they have beef. You, you can't play the two of them at the same time. Correct. And they were talking about some possible options, but um I it was interesting. He Simmons was saying he's like, So if they they were talking about trading him to Indiana. Like if he yep. does get traded there and he gets waived, like He's like, I think Russell uh, Westbrook will be out of the league. He will. Who's going to pick him like, up? He's toxic. He, well, not even that. I think he's and just he can't like hit a shot. He's like that. He he can drag a eight or nine seed into the play in and maybe win. But he's like, those teams aren't going to want him because he's he's because all the bags. He's going to play too hard. He's, he he'll get you three or four wins or whatever more. Right. So he's like, no one's going to want. I mean, actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm not sure that's true. If you if you are the Kings or something, not necessarily them. And you and you do think you'd be on the bubble. You might actually want to get into the playoffs or get into the play in. You might actually pick him up. But But what's the price? I mean, it's going to it's got to be low, but. No contending team is he's not willing to take the backseat role that he would need to. Right. So he wasn't on the Lakers, clearly. Yeah, I mean saying it now, I, I do think there's some teams that are in the <clears throat> ten to thirteen range that might be interested in him, but I don't know, it's a small list. You can have him take him. And take he could have that too. mellow thing where he like sits out for a year and a half and gets truly humbled. But the difference there, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I am. The difference there is that Mello is a is Mello a three shoots. four, and he's a shooter. Yeah, yeah. Russ, Westbrook, the knees only. Uh, they've gone a lot of miles. I think they're out. Yeah, I no. I, I mean, I think know. it definitely could happen. I'm just trying. Yeah. I 
it actually made me feel kind of bad for Russell Westbrook. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. like him at all. Right. But, I mean, he's maybe uh, incorrectly named MVP, but he is a former MVP. And just, like, go from making $30 million a year to, like, having nobody pick you up, that whew, that's a, okay. that's, that sucks. So do you feel bad for Dwight Howard? Because how, how is his story any different? I mean, he's still playing. He is still playing, but he he's a he's a clown. I mean, you've said yeah. that many times. On this yeah, Dwight Howard. I mean, again, I don't like Russell Westbrook. I'm just saying, if he were to don't. truly be out of the league, that would be. I mean that that's a lot. Again, he's fine. He's made. Yeah, he's got generational millions wealth, and millions of dollars. Of course, he's, he's a uh, Jordan athlete. Maybe he could pull uh-huh. a he could pull a uh, Steph Marbury. And go international, create his own shoe line, and because uh, he's a fashion designer, he right? Has his own shoe line, basically. Exactly. For- I but I meant athletic shoes, not fucking walking around looking like a dipshit shoes, which I'm sure is. <laughs> I mean, he, he what his shoe? He is one called. of the face. He's one of the lead athletes for Jordan. So they have the, Russell Westbrook. He wears the newest Jordan every year, and it's like the face of him. So ridiculous. Michael should be ashamed for allowing that to happen. Pull a string, Michael. Call Philly Knight. Be like, this shit ain't happening anymore. I don't, I don't need this idiot wearing my shoes. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was actually watching one of, as you know, I have many old games on my DVR. I was watching, a, I think they were playing the Jazz. They were playing somebody, and there were several. It was, it was when he was really in that bad stretch where he couldn't hit a broadside of a barn. And there was one drive that he just went right down the lane. He kind of juked a guy, went right down the lane, missed the layup. And I, I thought to myself, and I think I even said this out loud, I said Todd would have made that. That's how bad the miss was. And to say you would make any shot from anything less than literally underneath the basket, which is basically what this was, is saying something. It was just, it was bad. It, it was embarrassing. The, annou- the announcers didn't even know what to say. They were just like, oh, Westbrook <laughs> continues his slump, you know. But, it, I mean, it's a shot that NBA players would make 999 times out of 1,000. And the, the one they missed would be in practice because they were fucking around or they had a blindfold on. But he missed it in game. And it was a close game. The Lakers actually won, surprisingly. Um, but it was a close game, and it was kind of an important drive. And he just fucking just – it's like having the yips in golf. You hear that where, you know, guys can't putt anymore. That's what it seems like was was happening at this point in the season. This last season of Westbrook, he just couldn't make the simplest of shots. It was, uh, I would say it was tough to watch, but I didn't give a fuck. Because I didn't know what happened to their season. They didn't make the playoffs. And I hate Russell Westbrook. So, Godspeed, Russ. Hope you land at a team that's in the middle of the Midwest and you uh, have a soft landing in your career on a bet of $400 million. So, enjoy that. Anyway. All right. Um, it's called a pod. We are, whoa, yeah, let's definitely call it a pod after 90 minutes here. So um, thanks for listening as always, everybody. Looking forward to House of the Dragon. Is that right? Episode Dose. Episode yes, Dose coming up. Um, very excited that the rehearsal got renewed for season two. Curb is coming back for season 12. 
And we have uh, Succession coming next spring, I believe, which will be the penultimate season, if I remember reading that article correctly. There's going to be two more seasons of that, and then it's going to end. Um, so, yeah, a lot of HBO TV show news uh, just coming out here in the last week or two since we last talked. Um, but anyway, so check that out on Sunday night, the House of the Dragon on HBO. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. We'll have more stuff to talk about here coming up soon. Coming up on that 200th episode, it's going to be here before you know it, probably sometime in October, November, I'm thinking. So perhaps right in the middle of the Stereo Gum song reviews. If so, we'll figure out a way to make that happen. I feel like uh, those are later usually, right? Like at the end of it's the year? Tor- it's, it's, it's November. I think it's typically November. But we'll see. We'll, we'll make it happen. I'm not worried about it. Anyway, um, so yeah, slide into our DMs, Twitter and Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod. Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Check out our website, bropodnetwork.com. And uh, like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend, anywhere that you get awesome, kick-ass, amazing podcasts like this one. So, as always, we thank you for listening to us all the way through 98 full minutes. And until next week, everybody, peace!